0: Hello, this is Dan Jones with another quiet talk for you. Thanks for listening. Now, this is going to be unlike just about every other quiet talk I've done. I'm going to share some personal things about my life, well, really about our lives, my wife, Debbie, and me. My dad used to say that it's unattractive to talk about yourself a lot. I agree. But I believe that maybe God can use our testimony to encourage you. If he does, I would love to hear about it from you. Before I start, I need you to listen carefully to what I'm about to say. Are you listening? Let me check the mic. Testing, one, two, three. Is this thing on? Okay, I think it's on. I'm going to talk about some choices Debbie and I have made in our lives. I'm not going to focus that much on how we made these choices, maybe just a bit, except to say simply that we believe God led us to make them. The choices themselves are not the point of this talk. The point of this talk is that God can be trusted with your life, not only in the next world, but in this world. Did you get that? God can be trusted with your life, not only in eternity, but here and now. He wants you to live a life of joy and freedom regardless of circumstances. I think we can all agree that for almost everybody, the circumstances of 2020 have not been great. But the promises of God have not changed. Hebrews 11.6 gives us a bedrock condition concerning our relationship to God. It says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. We have found that to be true. The rewards are not usually material. They are much more valuable than any material thing. They are eternal. Frances Havergal was a godly English woman who lived in the 1800s. And she wrote some wonderful hymns, including, Take My Life and Let It Be, among others. She also wrote one called, Like a River Glorious. There's a beautiful line in there. Before I quote it, the word holy is spelled W-H-O-L-L-Y. There's a line that says, They who trust Him holy find Him wholly true. When you trust God completely, you will find that He is completely faithful, and that's what this talk is about. Let me start by saying that the best decision I ever made in life next to following Christ and trusting Him was the decision to ask Debbie Kersey to marry me. She is the lady known today to the federal government and all her friends and family as Deborah K. Jones. When I asked her to marry me, I didn't realize what a smart thing it was, but God did. God has led me in secret and hidden ways in my life, and for that, I am so grateful. When we got married a little over 40 years ago, the economy was not good. Someone I looked up to said to me at that time, your wife will have to work. Get me her resume so I can help her find a job. Two months before we got married, I started a job as a minister of youth and music at a church in North Haven, Connecticut. My salary was $255 a week. I told this well-meaning person that my wife and I felt that God wanted her to be a full-time homemaker. He said, well, when the two of you are starving to death, get back to me. Now, while I respected this person, we didn't take his advice. And I can publicly announce today that we did not starve to death. God has always fed us. And while He was at it, He clothed us, housed us, and has even provided vehicular transportation although that last has not always been of the most stylish variety. But the decision Debbie and I have made that perhaps is the most, uh, shall we say, striking to those who know us is really a very intensely personal decision that Debbie made between her and God years ago. Romans 12, verses 1 and 2 says this, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Our bodies include those parts of us that bring new life into this world. Debbie testifies that God very pointedly asked her if she would give her whole body, including all the parts thereof, to him And let him be in charge of how many children she had. She said yes to God. We have nine children. Now, we don't go around preaching that everybody should follow our example. Although there have been a few people we have known over the years who have done so. But not because we told them anything, at least not with our words. But again, the point I want to make in this talk is that when we trust God with our lives, He proves Himself faithful. Choosing to have children like this has meant that we necessarily did not choose certain other things. We have not had some of the material things that most people have known, most people that we have known have had. I'm not criticizing them. I'm just stating the fact That in choosing to yield everything to God, there are often things He calls you to give up. As I said in the beginning, the rewards God gives, at least in this life, are not always material in nature. But they are much better than anything material. Anything that can be bought with money. God knows we have material needs. I'm not going into an exposition of Matthew 6, verses 19 through 34, but I encourage you to read it and meditate on it. And oh yes, to believe it and act upon it. Faith that doesn't manifest itself in action is not faith at all. I could tell you a lot of stories of God's miraculous provision for us over the years, like the time we were about to be homeless. We only had eight children at the time, and a man who lived alone in a five-bedroom split-level house on the side of a mountain in Washington State, a house with a breathtaking view of the Cascade Mountains, let us live with him until we could get ourselves situated. Or the time when we were leaving Washington, with no job, no prospects, and at our farewell church service there, a widow whom we had only met once, without a word, put an envelope in my hand that contained a check for $2,000, or the time when we were pastoring a small country church and a stranger stopped by and left an envelope with my wife, which, as it turned out, had $5,000 in cash inside. We never did find out who that was. We have other stories like this, like the time we weren't going to be able to afford to buy any Christmas presents for our kids. And one night when everybody else was asleep, my wife agreed with God that Jesus was the greatest present we could have. And that we were going to tell our children on Christmas morning that he was our gift under the tree and that he was all we needed. And shortly after, Debbie had this intense encounter with the Lord. People began calling her and asking about our children, what they wanted, their favorite colors, the sizes they wore, and they had one of the biggest Christmases ever. But friend, today, the reward that Debbie and I have is not those presents that our kids got that year that we didn't think they would get. The reward is the precious and beautiful assurance of God's faithfulness that we still possess today. After all those Christmas presents are forgotten and gone. Nothing is worth more to us than our relationship to God through His one and only Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We have learned in our lives that God loves us with an everlasting love, a love not based on our merit or performance, but based on His own loving nature. And we have further learned that when we surrendered our lives to Him, He took responsibility for us and for our needs. He has never let us down. And our story is not over. God is still working in our lives, and it is exciting. Let me say again, God can be trusted with your life, not only in the next world, but in this world. God delights in faith. The men and women in Scripture that we call the heroes of the faith were not perfect people. They were very human, just like Debbie and me and like you. But they yielded their lives to God, and they trusted Him with everything. And they who trusted Him wholly found Him wholly true. Father God, I thank you for the ways in which you have led us and provided for us. And I pray for those listening to me now that you would just inspire faith in them, that people would just yield everything to Jesus, would give their lives, their future, their bodies, their possessions, their relationships, everything to God, to be fully yielded to the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that you will never leave us. And you will never forsake us. You will meet our every need, and you will give us that eternal reward that cannot be taken away from us. We pray these things in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. My friend, again, I would like to hear from you if this message touched your heart in any way, was an encouragement to you. Please send me an email at outlook.com. God bless you.